the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in to 630, uh, the word. Man, I tell you, I love this station. I got Barry on the, on helping me today. He's he's great help, and I want to thank all of, of K, uh, KSLR. They're a great group. Uh, we've got a new manager coming. I haven't met him yet, but uh, they've worked with me so well, and they've been a blessing in my life. Uh, let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, bless each and every person not to be depressed through the Christmas, but know the love and the joy and the peace that flows through them because of you. Help them to realize how awesome you are in their lives, that they will learn and grow and be prosperous in giving what's important with the love and the time and affection and friendship that comes from you and nobody else. Help them to learn exactly what they should do with their finances and how they can be prosperous to help others. And that's just all in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you uh, for tuning in. And also, thank you for uh, Facebook. We just went live on Facebook. Uh, I want to, to tell you, there's so much going on in the car business today. Uh, just give you a crazy, crazy story. We were talking to a uh, a gentleman that owed, he wrecked his car. Well, he didn't have Gap, and we had a little discussion about Gap last week, and you need to shop Gap prices if you put a lot of miles on her, if you're buried. Uh, but, you know, pay that two, three, four hundred. Don't pay fifteen, eighteen hundred for Gap because it don't cost a whole lot of money, and it's you only get to use it if you're in an accident. If you're not in an accident, you can't use Gap. But this guy was hit. Uh, unit was totaled out. He was five thousand upside down, and so uh, hello Vincent. And so with this five thousand upside down, he needed to pay that. To, and he had good. He had okay credit, not great, but he had good credit with this one bank. And so he needed to go back with that bank in order to get financed. And so the dealership worked a deal. Where that five thousand was put on the new unit with, and if you pull up his credit score, it wasn't good. Desperate dealers are doing desperate things to sell cars. They do not want to miss anybody, nobody, and so it's unbelievable what we're seeing in the car business. They're begging for business. They're begging to put the units out. But here's the key to this deal: the dealership sells the car, collects profit. The customer's got the big loan, and he's he's way buried. He's upside down. I'm, and they sold him Gap this time. I don't know how much they made on that, but if he was, you know, a lot of dealerships make 1000 1500 on Gap. So he bought Gap this time, I, and I guess the bank, they wanted to be protected. I don't blame them a bit. But the dealership loves the deal because they walk off. They don't, hey, they get their money. There's no exposure. No danger of them getting the car back. The bank takes all the responsibility. And that's why in the last three months that the federal government has pumped in about $600 billion, that's where the billion into banks because of bad car loans. We're constantly, as a society, burying ourselves in what we drive. But that's why car dealers are making money. That's why the car people look like they're successful. You know, stop and think about me. I mean, I've drove cars all my life since I was 14, and I'm 70. Been in the car business 56 years since I was 14. And I can save money. I've, I've been successful because it don't cost me nothing to drive a car. It costs you a lot of money. 
it costs a lot of your percentage of what you make. So, you know, hello, Stefan and, and Jeff and Larry. And so, you know, you've got you're losing a lot of money in what you drive. So that's why I'm trying to say don't waste it. Make decisions that will pay off. You know, today's thrill may be tomorrow's run. Maybe run for seven years. And then just like this guy, he was 5000 upside down. He just rolls it and keeps it going. Of course, he had the situation with his credit not being good. They had one bank and one option. That's why I say go to learntobuyandsellcars.com. Find out what your, your credit score is. And study it hard. Go to ftc.gov, best place, safest place to go, ftc.gov, and study it and clean it up and make sure nobody's stealing your identity. Make sure that uh, something you paid, hello, GR and Larry, and so something that you've paid and, and that you're in great shape and, and get that credit score as high as you can so your interest rate can get as low as it can. And then, hey, shop the banks, shop the credit unions, shop them all. There's even stuff on Internet. Uh, I've got a lady working with me right now, Patricia, uh, awesome, awesome lady. Uh, She got somebody with bad credit done with 11% and another one with bad with 14%. That's better than 20 and 26. See, buy here, pay here, guys, are all 26.7. I think there's a couple of people that charge 18 or 20, and that's to lure you in. And they overprice the cars to you. They're going to make it uh, buy here, pay here places are going to make it one way or another. And I had a good, honest one that I used to recommend, and I still recommend him. But he don't like my my listeners because they they're educated. Hey, car dealers don't want you educated. This is not an even playing field. No, 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 no. They they want to be ahead of the game. They hate, but when they go buy something, it's a different ball game. We want to. I, I want to talk to the manager. I want the best price. I want the free warranties. I want everything in the world. And you know, and I know how to buy and sell. And I want to take advantage of you. You don't take advantage of me. But when it comes to their turn, where's the love? This is Christmas season. Hey, enjoy your family. Love. Be concerned, spend time, think about how blessed we are, and especially us Christians because we know where we're going to live tomorrow. I know 18 near-death experienced people, too, went to hell and 16 went to heaven. And let me tell you something. The spirit that you're absorbing this message right now and the spirit that I do when I talk to my listeners, and please call me. I'll give my phone number out several times. That spirit's going to live forever. My body feels 70, but my spirit's still 20. And that's the key. That that's the key. That's what's going to live forever. But you got to decide which direction you want to go, up or down. I'm going to tell you. And those two people that went to hell, their lives changed tremendously. That I know. I know 18. But that's a blessing in my life that I've realized. But I I think outside of the box. You know, common sense is not common anymore. And uh, people are rushing through life, and I'm one of them. Rush through life, and sometimes we don't stop, pray about it, think about it. And understand the decisions that we're making that tie us up for years and years. Put us in bad relationships. Put us in debtor's prisons. Put us in the positions that, that we don't want. But, I mean, if we've got the love of Jesus Christ in our heart, we want to help people. We want to love people. We want to be there for them. We want to lift them up. But when you know what you're doing, is it wrong? When you're burying somebody, you're selling them something that they shouldn't buy, selling them Put them in a position, you're switching them, bait and switch, you know. I had somebody uh, tell me that, uh, you know, you pull a bait and switch on me. No, I didn't. I really didn't. What happened was I had three trucks that I bought off a company. They were all the same. and But there was three different serial numbers, of course. And so they got in and they checked one out, and I gave them a price on that one. Then they checked the other two out, and in between it's kind of like that you know, three-card money, you know, finally they decide on one, and it's not the right unit. What they decided, they picked the wrong one, I, you know, and and we had to stop the deal. And, you know, they felt like I bait and switch. No, I'll, I'll do exactly what I say I was going to do. But, you know, uh, t- sometimes we all, cars are tough. I mean, what man makes breaks, and it's a tough situation. And then we have the thrill of purchasing. Where where does it come 
I guess the thrill like Christmas. You know, we open Christmas gifts and we ex- our expectations are so big and, and, and we can't see it and we can't hardly wait. But it starts as little children and it goes up. But sometimes we never lose that. Maybe we don't lose it ever. There's, there's some people that get excited about opening a gift. Well, when I, when I was raised, uh, we didn't get much. I mean, I remember, you know, getting fruit and orange and some nuts one year, you know. And thankful we got something, because and I had buddies that families had money, and they would get a lot, and I wouldn't, you know. And so maybe getting something for Christmas is not a big deal to me, I, I guess because of what I went through. Now I gave my testimony about being being depressed about Christmas uh, last week, and if you get depressed during Christmas and you need a little help, give me a call on my mobile eight three zero seven zero eight. Four seven eight nine. I'll give my phone number in the second half a couple of times too. And if you if you have any questions you want to talk about, give us a call here two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. That's two ten three four zero ninety five eighty five. There's no dumb questions. That, that question last week from Jimmy about Gap. Excellent question. And it. I had a couple other people said thank you for explaining it better. You know, because you need to know exactly why you're spending the money, about what you need to spend, and and how it, it will come down. Hope Byron and Michael and Shirley and Bubba. And so, you know, you got to know what's going on in this business. Make sure that you know what it costs you, what you're spending, where you're going. It's all together. It's your hard-earned money that, you know, you always got a, a partner, Uncle Sam. He's going to get his part no matter what. So you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for all your money. You know, I've, I've mentioned several times, and I love Randolph Brooks. They ought to be a sponsor of this show. I teach uh, their good customers. I give them a lesson and also their employees. But anyway, they know that when you walk into a dealership, when you walk out, there's no money left, none at all. And so it's a battle, a big, big battle for what's going on in your budget in your cash flow, everything's available. You know, in Christmas time, we're wanting to bless our family and give them something and do something, and I agree 100%, and and give to somebody in the need, you know. Uh, I got a car given to me by a lady, and because I've got somebody that lost everything, and she needs a car. So I'm letting that lady give it to me. I picked it up for the lady, checked it out, make sure it was street worthy, and I'm going to give it to her. She she's lost everything in a fire. You know, we're blessed to have what we have. We're blessed to know what we know. But do we know everything? Do we know everything that's going on? Have you ever examined who pushes your button besides our wives? You know, who pushes your button when you buy something? What triggers that? Does ads on TV trigger that? Or does the salesperson? You know, we trust. We, we're supposed to trust in God, but we trust in man. And especially somebody that's on the other side of that desk that's after every penny you got, every dollar you got, and wanting to put you in debtor's prison for seven years. Gee, buddy, I thought you loved me. You told me you loved me, but then you hammered me on this vehicle. So many people figure that out. Now, December, do remember, I... I had this on another show this morning at 5 o'clock for you people that were up early. Uh, And I had this show, and it's December to remember. What's so important about December to remember? Well, it's, it's the salespeople and the managers and the bonuses at the end of the year. Hey, that's why they, you know, they want to entice you to buy. And, and it's somebody that entices you. And they know they're do- enticing you the wrong way. Is that sinning? Sounds like it to me. Are they really your friend? No, sound like it. No. Do they really care for you about your well-being and your finances and being able to uh, own the vehicle at the right price at the right time? You know, we've got uh, – I had a lady call me about buying a brand-new Mitsubishi. I said, you got great credit? Yeah. And you got quite a bit of cash? Go buy something else. Because if you walk into most of these Mitsubishi dealers right now, they'll hammer you and you'll owe way too much on a car that's worth half the money when you walk out the showroom floor. Come to the auction. I can prove it. But December to remember. 
Boy, there's so many ads, so much going on. Oh, so excited. And it looks so glamorous on TV and radio and everything. Trying to remember December. December to remember. Hey, what they remembered with the dealerships is a big bonus. This is the end of the year. And this is where they get their big bonuses. And they're having record years. And they're making all this money. But they want to jam a little more at the end of the year. They want to have a big December. And right now, really, October, November was a little tough for them. Well, they got to get caught up. Now, if they don't get a big December, make a lot of money, they may not get the big bonuses. But that December to remember was really brought up to make all the money, get it all in there, get the big bonuses, hey, at the end of the year, so the owners will be happy, the managers will be happy, the salespeople will be happy, you know, and they've got they've got on the board how many the salespeople have sold in the first two, three sections, they get big bonuses. Hey, December to remember is big in the car business. But sometimes it's not the best. I have this lady wanting to buy a Toyota Sienna van. And I agree with her, and she's smart. She listens to our show. She's doing her homework. She's putting the effort in. I love what she's doing. And she's conferring with me what we should look at, what we should do. And she said, you know, all these dealerships have got 19s with about 20,000 miles. Well, those are rentals. They got them off the rental places. And so, hello, Ross and Jeff and Brett. And so, you know, they get them off the rental places. So now now you've got something to compare. Now, here's the key. Old market, new market. On the Sienna vans, these are all 19s. They're all 20,000 miles. They're all 26, 27. I happened to pull up a market report. And I said, hmm, no, here's the market report. This is what they're bringing. You know, 22,000, 21,500, 22,000 at the auction. They're all rentals. That's what they've got. They've got rentals. All these Toyota dealers got rentals. And so I said, you just got to shop your best price. You got to give them profit. Well, what should I pay them for? I said, 24, 24, 5 would be, you know, what the market is, what the market is today. Now, if they bought those units in September or October, they own them higher. They own them for 24, 25, 26,000. So now at that price, are you going to pay for their mistake, for them to own it too long, for them to buy in too many? They only had so many they could sell. If you want to pay for somebody else's mistake, take my advice, Bubba. Do whatever your little heart desires. But I want to put, just like I'll explain real quick, if a stock was $100 in October, and it's seventy five dollars today. Do you want to pay the hundred, or do you want to pay seventy five? Well, it's the same way in old market, new market. We have a we have a drop in the market every October. It happens every year. For the last, um, I've been in business fifty six years. Uh, it didn't bother me for the first fifteen years I was in business, but the last forty, yeah, the market changes. So buy what you can afford. Buy on the new market, not the old market. So this lady, she's working all of them, and she and if she don't make a deal, but she's so excited about buying in December, that's the best time of the year. I said I got news for you. They're gonna have the same deals or better deals in January, especially if they don't sell enough. They got to get started, quick start for the year. You know, they take the first week off. Everybody lays around because they spent so much hours, so much time, so much work in selling all the cars they can in December. And the first week of January, they lack off. But let me tell you something. About the middle of January toward the end, they're back to work and they got to get, hey, we got to make the month. Hey, that million and a half a month overhead for these new car dealers and these big independent used car dealers is there every single month. Hey, it'll be here. It's it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. I'm not sure that new car dealers are going to be able to get hell insurance anymore. As as bad as it hit San Antonio several times, Dallas has an average of 80 severe hailstorms a year, every year. I used to buy lots of hell cars up there, bring them down and make money. Now that the, the ditless repair guys are everywhere, I can't run up there and buy a bunch of hell-damaged cars, bring them back, fix them, and make money. There's too many people in that business, too much. Things change. The car business changes constantly. It never slows down. Uh, I had just had somebody on Facebook say, gap insurance at car dealerships is a joke. You know what? Check your bank. Check your credit union. They'll probably sell it to you. Hey, they want to protect themselves. And so that that money... You know, you might be able to buy it for 175 or 200 Depends on you and your and your vehicle. 
instead of that big it that's what just had and that guy works at a dealership but he's a salesperson he don't get in the f and i finance and insurance where you sign the contract so you know there's more people out there seeing what my vision is what my purpose is i've been in this business 56 years i want to give back you know and i want to do business this way you know, and what man makes breaks. Nothing's perfect. We don't know how long it's going to last. I just had a, a vehicle that I've never seen a transmission problem on these type of vehicles, and we had a little problem. You know, and so you you can't guess what's going to go on with these vehicles. They got a mind of their own, about like our phones have got a mind of their own. And so I want you to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your money, a battle for your budget, hey, a battle for your future. You know, the thrill, the today's thrill may lead you to tomorrow's run or a run for six, seven months or something that you never get caught up on. I was talking to some people that owe about 10000 too much on their vehicle. They're trying to trade. They want a new vehicle. They put too many miles on this unit. It's part of the reason of the $10,000 upside down. And so I talked to them, and, and, you know, they said, you know, we've always owed too much money on our cars the last 15 years. And and it's due to the miles, and they've got to understand what they can buy that'll keep value with high miles to look in the future and see. You know, five years from now, I'm going to have a five-year-old car, and it's going to have you know 150,000 miles. What's it going to return? What should I buy? What will last? You know, I I sold a, a gel, uh, one of my people that worked for me, his him and his wife, a Toyota Corolla. You know, and it was a great deal for them, and they appreciated it, you know. And it's going to make them a good vehicle. You know, they they had vehicle that got hit. It wasn't their fault. Thank you, Lord. And they were lucky to have gap. They did have gap, and they got out of that trap. And so it's worked. But now they don't really need gap because I put them in the right unit at the right miles and the right money, and they should be in great shape. But, you know, it depends on how you take care of one, how you drive one. You know, how many miles you put on. So you've got to, you've got to know, you know, it's like any game, any game. You've got to know the rules and the regulations. But, you know, the big secret in the car business is keeping it a secret. We, we've hit all this stuff. People don't know what F&I is. People don't know what, you know, what they're, uh, when they sign that contract, you know. There's so much going on right now. New car dealers are desperate we're going to give you a 24-hour test drive. Why do they give you a 24-hour test drive? Because they need to sell the units. And also, that shows your neighbors you're driving a new car. That helps sell you, helps you com- be committed. Oh, well, then your, your family sees you're driving a new car. Well, why would you take it back? Why didn't you buy it? You know, you don't have to. If you buy it, then you don't have to answer all those questions. That's what the dealerships are doing. They're trying every angle to sell you, every opportunity to close you, every opportunity to get you to feelings. Buy with feelings, buy with thoughts, buy with thinking. And then they push your button and put you in a vehicle. And most of the time, it's something you can't afford. Two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. Hello, Lisa and uh, James and Lee. And so, you know, if you, hey, them can't afford, boy, they're miserable. You ever got one behind one that you know you owe ten, fifteen thousand too much? That's why lots of times in the buy here, pay here situations, people buy one, they don't care. They just say the, the payment fit, you know, I had a down payment. I don't care what I owe. Well, they find out about six months, a year later, they owe about 15000 too much money, and they're paying 26.78% interest. And they, so why take care of it? Why maintenance? I'm probably going to lose it. They'll probably pick it up any day. I, you know, I'm going to lose it at some kind of time. You know, so why should I take care of it? I had a buddy of mine that several years ago that he called the Buy Here, Pay Here big national event place and said, hey, uh, keys are in it. I'm going to put them on the seat. You know where I live. You know where I work. So, you know, come repo it. They wouldn't repo it. He said, why won't they come get it, Randy? I said, because you owe too much money, and they can't handle that loss right now, and they don't want to show that to corporate. They don't want to show it to the managers, so they'll leave that out there until the next month or two. They'll come get it eventually, but they're just trying to fade the heat of what you owe. And and it was a unit that you know was worth about 1000 He owed 17000 on. I said, they're not in no hurry to pick it up. 
and they're going to kind of wait till maybe they're going to try to get you to get some kind of payment, get caught up some way. This is all a game. This is nothing but a game, and the billionaires are playing with you and your money. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. We're on Facebook Live. Uh, tell your friends, go to Randy Adams Facebook Live. Okay, call somebody, text somebody, tell them, hey, tune in to Randy Adams. He has all kinds of stuff going on, all kinds of information that will help you learn and grow. Facebook, we're going to be off for about four or five, four minutes or so, and then we'll be back on. Hey, call somebody, tell them, hey, Randy Adams on Facebook Live. Let's let's see what's going on. Let's see what he has to say. Merry Christmas. I love you. I want to give my Christmas present to you. It's free information, free education, and my phone number that you can call anytime, 830-708-4789. God bless you, San Antonio. Hey, give love, time, affection, and happiness to you and your family. Spend that time. Show them the way how much you love them. Give them that effort. Because, hey, relationships mean more and more the older we get. God bless you. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in. Hello, San Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams. Learn to buy and sell cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Call somebody, text somebody, tell them to tune in. We got a good uh, half hour of the show left. And if you got any questions, give us a call 210 340 9585. That's 210 340 9585. And of course, my phone number is 830 708 4789. Proverbs 19 2 says, Desire without knowledge is not good. How much more will analyzing the consequences often, you know, help us to make the right decisions? You know, that's what we're talking about right now, because we have the desire, but we don't know what we're doing. We have the desire, but we don't know the future. We have so much desire. Hello, Donnie. Hey, what about my my doors, uh, wrapping my doors? So anyway, uh, I'm driving a police car, and Donnie has a great uh, outlet on uh, wrapping cars and signs and odds and ends. Uh, he's a great uh, auctioneer and uh, also a ringman in Mannheim, and I've known him for years and years. And so, but the desire without knowledge, sometimes we rush into things that we don't know what we're doing. Sometimes we, we get excited, you know, and don't think about the consequences. We don't analyze them. We don't really weigh up what we need and how we need to do it and what it's going to cost us and what the future lies and what it's going to be worth in the future, you know. But, you know, being grateful of what we own, being grateful is a choice. What's your choice? Where's your joy? Do you know what joy is? Have you ever had joy in your life? Did you ever feel like you need to, to do something different in order for that joy? Does feelings and desires Run your joy, send you down the wrong direction. You know, I want you to know exactly what's going on in your life, you know. Often uh, the desire for more and better possessions is really a longing to fulfill an empty place in our lives. And how can we find true commitment? The answer lies in, our, in your perspective, your priorities, and your source of power. Where is your commitment? Where is your desires? Where is your feelings when it comes to owning something? I mean, Christmas comes around, and I mean, the advertisement to everybody. And I mean, how many people go out and buy their new, a new car or truck for their wife or their husband? I mean, it's, you know, but it's, all, it's a great gesture. It's a great feeling. But I mean, in the long run, what does it cost? In the long run, where does it put the hardship? In the long run, are you doing it because you really need it? Are you doing it for the commercials? Are you doing it to impress somebody? You know, your friends, your family, your neighbors, somebody? I mean, why are you doing this? And that's that's what we got to think about. But you got to be ready for a battle on your money. People need to buy what they can afford. Like I've said, hello, Massey and so. Uh, you need to understand that, hey, I, now this is not Randy Adams. This is John Clay Wolf, a good friend of mine for 25 years, says all retailers are liars. I think majority of them are nowadays, but not, you know, it's it's going to be a battle whenever you're fighting for that money, you, whenever they're looking for it. Uh, that's It's going to be 
opportunity to them for making good money. And December to remember, they want to remember them bonus checks. You want to help them on those bonus checks? You know, like I said, you know, that $5,000 guy that owed too much money on his, they just rolled it in another one. Hey, they get the money. The dealerships collects the money. The banks takes it. And, you know, but a lot of dealerships abuse the lenders, abuse the people that are making these loans because they don't care. They cash the check. They smile all the way to the bank. But we're getting ready now for income tax season. Number one, don't do rapid refund. They get 25% of your money. So if you've got a $3,000 income tax check coming, they're going to get 750 of it. You want to give 750 for a few days? Most of these income tax checks come back now in 7 to 10 days. That's $100 a day they make and they on their money. They get the money in 7 to 10 days, but they don't let you know that. They'll they'll lie to you and say, "Oh, it's you you're not going to get it for a month or two." I like they're really doing something for you, but I don't know. If you file it, you do it right, you'll get your income tax check in 7 to 10 days. And take that 7 to 10 days and find out what you can buy, what you can buy cash. Do a little study and look at the research on the market. See what's available. Talk to everybody. See if somebody's got something for sale, something you can buy, something they need to sell. And, and so be prepared. And don't just waste that money. Here's an opportunity that you've given Uncle Sam that money all year long. Now it's coming back to you. Take that money and make wise decisions. Find a car you can pay for cash or almost all cash. Work the buy here, pay here dealers as hard as they're going to work you. And they are going to work you hard. And that's their living. And that's the system they got. And they do it every day, all day long. So, you know, I've got some guys that do buy here, pay here. I do a little bit of it. But also, I've got great avenue where Patricia at my car lot, I've subleased my half of my car lot out, and she does a great job of getting people with poor credit bought at a decent rate. Um, she's She's taught me a lot, and she's got the right avenues. But she was at a new car store for quite a few years. And she made those contacts, and she treated people right, and she treated the lenders right. She told them the truth, and that's why they come to her. That's why she signed up with them, because if you take care of the lenders, they'll take care of you, and they'll take care of your customers. You know, and I've I've had some people tell me, well, so-and-so bought a brand-new car, and they had horrible credit. How's that happen? Desperate dealers do desperate things. They take they What they do is they package these, these loans up. And they'll package a bunch of them up, and they'll say, hey, here's five bad ones, and here's 20 good ones. But I'll let you have all of them, but you got to take the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that's how people do it. But they don't care. The dealership don't care because they cash that check. Now it's, they push it off on the lender. The lender has that bad loan, and that's why we're seeing the federal government prop up the uh, car business and bad loans, repos and all, there's seven and a half million bad over 90 days, not under 90, over 90 days delinquent loans. Why? Because cars have got higher than wages. Cars have got higher and they're losing more. And it costs more to work on them. Hey, a transmission today is three grand and up. A motor, diesel motor, I know a man that give $20,000 for a new diesel motor. And after I told him his truck with the miles it's got on it was only worth 15000 he said, well, I'm just going to have to ride it out. And he did. I just hope the rest of the truck stays together. So you got to weigh up your options. you got to understand what you're doing, what it costs. And it costs so much money for our transportation. So this guy works out of his truck. He's got to have a truck. But he could have taken what it would have brought, added that 20000 and stepped up a few years newer and better and went down the road. So you got to got to understand where you're coming from. What are you going to do? What is it going to cost you? What the future is going to lie? And we want you to be the best you can be. Hello, Rudy and Brian. And so we, this this situation is is going to grow and get worse. The overhead's going to go up in the car business. The prices of the cars are going to continue to go up. Uh, working on cars are going to continue to go up. I remember when paint jobs were a thousand. Now the paint's a thousand. So if you buy a car needing paint, the paint's a thousand dollars. The material's a thousand dollars. And I remember when well Earl Shive was two hundred, three hundred, but you know the you go down the road eighty miles an hour and the paint would fly off. 
I remember those days where it would fade within six months. But quality of paint's gone up and the price has gone up. So, you know, I've, I've got opportunities always of seeing what's in the future, what's going on, what the people are doing. Because the car business, they're always trying to outdo each other. Hey, and that's December to remember. I, man, I had these big bonuses. Hey, they all want the big bonuses. You know, and, and as long as the business is rolling, rocking and rolling, they're going to see it. Hello, John. They're going to see the bonuses. They're going to see the opportunities. And and that's when you fall into that situation. You fall in and there and say, well, this is the best month to buy. Hey, the car business put that word out. But you're going to see the same kind of situations in January, February, and March. And if they don't move any quicker and they're slow, you'll see even bigger ones in February. Why? Because, you know, they've got to sell. They can't eat them. They, they have too many of them on the lots. There's more and more of them, more dealerships, more big billionaires trying to buy even more dealerships. Why? Because they're cash cows. Warren Buffett owns 105, wants to buy 200 more. Penske owns uh, 80 and trying to buy 200 more. These billionaires own the finance company. They own the extended warranty company. They own the gap company. And they own these dealerships, and they they sell their products, and the dealership's got to sell their product. That's how they make money on these $100 million dealerships. So, you know, are you ready for a battle for your money? Are you got an even playing field? You know, have you understood what's going on? What are you doing with your vehicle? Are you taking care of it? Are you stretching it out? Are you, you know, do you drive it right? There's certain cars that if you, you abuse them, you don't change the oil. I, I had a lady call me on a, a Mitsubishi, and her daughter has been driving. It's got 150,000 miles on it, and she, but her daughter changes the oil, and she drives slow or simple or with common sense, one of the two. But in today's, you know, I, I was laughing. A friend of mine said, you know, uh, traffic has got so bad, you don't have to worry about speeding anymore. I said, yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, bumper to bumper, wherever you go in San Antonio. And it's getting that way in New Braunfels, too. I had a gentleman that's an old car guy, uh, Richard, came by to see me yesterday at my car lot. Great, great guy. on some really cool. He owns a 56-packard real cool car he wants to sell. And another car I'm in love with is a 54 Lincoln two-door hardtop. Both those are hardtops. And they're cool cars. And so he said, you know, the traffic's getting so bad in New Brunswick, I need to move out. I need to go to, and he talked about West Texas somewhere way out there, you know. I said, no, Richard, I don't think so. You don't need to move. You need to hang around here. We like you too much anyway. So he's he's a, he's an old car guy. He's a productive guy. He works on them, you know, and he, he loves the cars and he loves what. He made an order, you know. I need an SL for him. I need an SL 550. He don't want the, the 63. He wants a 550. But he came back, made an order of that, and I'm kind of looking for a Rolls Royce for another guy um, that wants something in a Rolls Royce. I mean, I don't want a Rolls Royce. I like, you know, when I love Rolls Royces when they're sold. Of course, I like all cars when they're sold. You know, I hate them now. I want to get rid of them. I want to send them down the road, and I'll buy some more. You know, there, there's lots of stuff out there. There's a lot of connections. Just solely uh, Capadonna Electric here in San Antonio, uh, uh, 18 GMC long bed V8 automatic regular cab for 18,500. That was a, you know, that truck's 35,000 new. So there's, there's deals out there. You got to do your work. You got to work with the people. Uh, he was checking prices. I was 3000 cheaper than everybody else. And he said, man, this is a nice truck. I said, yeah, you know, I, I'm, I want to sell good stuff. I try my best to sell what fits your needs, which fits your budget. You know, sometimes we're, I'm looking for a car for an opera singer right now. He's been in New York singing in an opera. Now he's coming back to New Braunfels. He lives in New Braunfels. And so he needs transportation. I guess opera singers don't make big money. I don't know. Uh, I can't sing. I can't. You know, you've heard me sing here. And you've heard, Barry heard me sing my and my son said, don't sing anymore, Dad, please. I said, no, I sing at church. I'll be at church tomorrow singing and wishing everybody Merry Christmas when they walk in the door at Cornerstone. I'll be on the Stone Oak side. But I love, you know, I guess I love people. The more forgiveness you have in your life, the more love for other people 
Christ will give you. The love that you, people that you couldn't stand before. You know, I used to couldn't stand big mouth women. Now I love them. Couldn't stand bratty kids. Now I love them. Because of the change in it, and the more forgiveness you have in your life, the more love for others, hey, more love for your spouse you'll have. The more forgiveness you have, more joy you'll have. Hey, that's the key. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. And if you'll find that root, get rid of that root, and that root will change from bitterness to love. And when that root becomes love, you'll love people. You'll, you'll, you'll want to be with them. You'll want to help them. You'll enjoy their, their friendship and relationship you'll have with them. But it takes that forgiveness that comes out of your heart, and it's the root of bitterness will leave, and it becomes a root of love. That's what I want. But the problem is in the car business, we love money. We don't love you. We love you to come back in about five or six years. I can say you something else. We love money. The root of ours, hey, the root in car salesmen that are really put people away has got to be evil. It really has to be because they don't care about you. They don't care about your well-being. They don't care about your your uh, your budget. They don't care if you're strapped every month at the end of the month trying to make that payment, trying to keep up with it. And they don't worry about you that you're in debt 10000 too much, 15000 too much. Because the love and the joy that if you've got, you want the best for a person. You want to put them in what they want to buy. Well, you want to put them in there what you, they can afford. But if you don't have that love, you don't have that peace, you don't have that joy, you're going to do whatever it has to. Now, some people have that love and that joy, but due to management, due to owners, due to situations, they got to force these people because if not, they lose their job. But also, I tell those same people, you got the ability to sell. You got the you've got the experience. You got the education. Go sell something else. Get a better job. Get it out of the car business. I know that when hey and really they're trying to do away with salespeople. It's all going to com- computers. Convenience. Hey, I talk to people every week. Here's my phone number, and I'm gonna give it again: eight three zero seven zero eight four seven eight nine. That's 830-708-4789. Give me a call. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your situation. Let's talk what's going on. But so many people call me, and they, for convenience, they like the new deal of getting on the Internet, you know, being in their, their sleepers, I guess, and getting on the Internet, and they, they – uh, uh, Buy a car online, gets delivered to a house, and the contract's there. But the problem is that contract's filled out with 20% interest. People don't look. They don't care. They don't understand. They're making a serious mistake. They don't shop the price on the vehicle. Hey, and most of the time, this Internet stuff, the price is big. And there's a lot of independent. I love the independent big used car lots. They fight over my cars. We make good money. I love it. Yeah, tell me, Bubba. I, most of the time right now, I can sell cars at the auction more than I can sell them at my car lot. I sold a box van yesterday. I, bought, I sold a 17 box van. Couldn't sell it on the car lot, sold it to the dealer. They had a customer. And they made money on it. We're, we're all happy. You know, and so, you know, you got to be ready. You got to understand what you can do. Well, this market now is that there's so many used car dealers, so many people looking for used cars. Hello, David Robson and Bonnie, Shirley, and Connie. And so there's so many there's so many dealers out there searching for good used cars. They fight over them. We love it at the auction. Hey, there's two thousand buyers and you know fifteen hundred, two thousand buyers online, but convenience will cost you money. As an individual, because you get online, you you dial it up. Those people have had to go to the auction and buy those cars. They're trying to buy off the street. Like I said, I beat uh, CarMax last week, uh, three thousand dollars and made money. Yes, three thousand. I beat them three thousand. Beat them on another car, fifteen hundred. I got proof. Whatever I sell on this thing, I can back up. I can show you their their offer. I can show you where I paid a check for it, and I sold it and made money. Now, how do you miss a $8,000 car and offer the man 5000 for it? 
home field advantage. Come on in here. I'm on. I want to buy your car. I'm the top buyer in the world. But if you don't do your homework, get second and third opinion, you won't find out what your car's worth. Now, if you're trading it in, they'll tell you whatever in the world they can because guess what? They'll trade it in. They'll go up on their price. They'll go up on the interest. They'll go up on the miles. They'll put uh, some add-ons on you. They'll, they'll hit you with everything in the world. So if, you know, I had a buddy of mine that uh, bought, a, he had a truck, and I offered him $12,000 for the truck. He said, Randy, I got 15000 I said, but what did you buy? And he told me. And I said, what else? And time we looked at his deal, dealership made about 5000 for it and owned his truck cheaper than I owned it. Told you about a gentleman several years ago, great mechanic here in town. What did he do? He thought he was getting 10000 off on a brand-new Dodge truck. They'd added 10000 to the window sticker. 10000 And so when we got through making the deal, I gave him 2000 more for his truck than they were allowing trade in and 4000 off of the window sticker, and they, wasn't, they were selling it to him at window sticker. But you got to watch out. There's so many tricks and games out there. They're constantly working on new ideas, constantly working on how to sell you. Because And you're so far behind, and you'll never catch up because they're hiring psychiatrists. They're hiring sociologists to figure out what pushes your button. How do you, how do you, you know, how can I sell you? And, and they're even studying uh, football coaches. Alabama's football coach on how why is his system productive? Why is he productive? How does he sell these great athletes to come to Alabama? And that's that's the key. How do they sell them to get you in here? And and they're looking for every way to save. But you know what? This is a time for joy and peace. This is a time the reason for this season is Jesus Christ. Are you have you got joy in your heart? Do you feel like, you know, you're content with what you own? You know, sometimes we have to work a little harder. I'm about to put it in second gear and get after some things. I got a little lazy the last couple of years maybe. I don't know. But things have changed. I'm working harder at it. I want to be your mentor. I want to be a blessing in your life. And so many people, hey, if you like this show, call 20 people and tell them to listen to this show. If you like this show, Tell 20 people and give them my phone number. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And tell 20 people to go to my Facebook, randyadamsinc.com, and watch it there. And, and I put try to put the shows on there. I try to do my best. But, you know, if you've got Jesus in your life, you got love and concern for others in your life, if you have that opportunity to give back, to love, you know, the greatest thing— in I've had some great experience. I've helped a lot of people. That's why I tell you 99% of people are addicted uh, that have addiction problems are due to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. And so why, why are you holding that root? I want to change that root from bitterness to love. I want you to love everybody. I want you to forget the past. We, if we're living in the past, you can't see the future clearly. If you're worried about the past, somebody that's hurt you, what happens is you become that person because you're consumed with thinking about them so much. And who you hate, you'll become. Real, hey, that's a real-life situation. A lot of sociologists, psychiatrists will tell you that. I've got a buddy right now that's getting worked on by a psychiatrist. They're going on seven years. I said, they don't want to get you healed. They don't want to help you. They want the money. He said, well, it's free. It's the government. Hey, they're getting paid by the government. They, they want you to keep coming Every month, every month, you've been going there seven years and you hadn't seen a change. You know, that's stupidity. You're doing the same thing over and over and expecting something different, some better results. Hey, this is Christmas. Give love, affection, time, effort. Enjoy yourself with your family. Hey, oh, aunt, whoever, or uncle, whoever, who irritates you, think about why they irritate you, but love them. Hey, they, you know, nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. Nobody I know is perfect except Jesus Christ. And I didn't know him uh, when he walked on earth, but I know he's in my heart. He's in my life. He's changed me. He's made me a better person. He took me from a taker to a giver. Now I'm content. Now I'm going to do my best. I want to do my best. If you're not, if you have a situation come up and you can't think what's right and you don't have the desire to do right, 
Maybe you don't have joy in your life. Maybe you don't have Christ in your life. But when I, he, I accepted him, my thinking went from what's right and I want to do right. Before, I said, I'm going to do whatever, and I'm going to do whatever fits me and whatever my selfish ways are. Do you want to lose that selfish ways? Except Jesus Christ. Think about this season. This season's the reason is Jesus Christ. He's made a difference in my life. He's made a difference in a lot of my people around me's lives. I've worked with a lot of people. I've helped a lot of people off of drugs and alcohol. Why? Because we find the root. They forgive them. They forgive them totally with their heart. And when they do, hey, you'll feel sorry for them. I had a, I had a dad that was rough on me, and he was never at home. But once I totally forgave him, we became best friends. We loved each other till he passed away. And, and it's, our lives changed. But I felt sorry for him. You know, when you totally forgive somebody, you feel sorry for them. You want the best for them. You want to help them. I want to help you. I want you to learn. I want you to grow. Learn to buy and sell cars.com comes out of Randy Adams' pocket and Covert Auto Group. I can get you a brand new Ford Chevrolet, Cadillac, Lincoln, Dodge, delivered to your door at the best price, and I don't make any money on it. God bless you. Hey, tune in next week. We got a brand new show. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Merry Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.